Good morning. Happy Father's Day to all of you dads out there. We appreciate you. We know you don't uh, get enough credit, and we recognize you today and hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, just a couple of announcements this morning. Uh, don't forget we have the basket in the back for our offering. We've got lots of projects coming up that we'd like to get back uh, to since we know COVID's not over, but we're through the worst of it, I think, and hope. Uh, so don't forget to put them back there. If you're listening online, uh, you can do that by going to IlyriaChurch.org and just tithe online. Also, graduation party season is right now, and so if you um, if you have a grad that's graduating, I believe they're all up on the board, uh, the parties that are open to all of us. And I know uh, in particular there's one for Nathan Klein next Saturday at 3 o'clock, and it's right here at the church. It's from 3 to 7. So I uh, hope you can make that. Also, um, I wanted to mention before I have Helen come up, uh, very, very good news from the city of Elyria. They are going forward with fireworks night, and I could not be more excited for that after a year of not doing anything. So that means that we are going to uh, have our outreach, because as a lot of you know who have uh, come to the fireworks night, we have the perfect view of Valeria fireworks right from our very lawn. And I don't even have to advertise. I mean, the people just come. They just know that we have a good view, and so they come. And so it's probably one of my favorite outreach ideas. We're going to be serving uh, refreshments, prepackaged refreshments, and uh, drinks again. And then I've uh, ordered some cross necklaces for each of the kids that glow in the dark. And we're going to pass those out and glow bracelets and uh, some tracks with scripture on it and an invite to church. So I'm going to need tons of volunteers because, I mean, we get hundreds and hundreds of people in this parking lot. So I'm going to need a lot of volunteers. I can't do it on my own. So if you are happy to help with that, I'm going to need people to help park. Um, I'm going to need people to help pass out some refreshments and things. So please let me know um, if you can help me with that after the service. Also, I'm going to need a few coolers. I know I have at least two. I'm going to need like three more. And I need like the larger ones, not the really little ones, um, so that we can keep the drinks in there. And with that, I'm going to let Helen say her announcement real quick. Thank you, Kelly. Good morning. Um, I just want to thank all of you who have been so generous and filling out Faith Promise pledge cards. Um, you have always been a very generous giving church, and we also see that in the Blessing Wagon as well. Uh, we're so thankful and blessed um, that you help us in all of our ministries. We have a couple of weeks left to go. Um, we still are a bit short on our goal. So um, is there anybody out here that would need Ron to give you one of these cards? You just raise your hand if you still need one. Um, there are some on the back table there and in the foyer when you come in the front entrance. So uh, if you have not done that yet, um, please uh, make an effort to uh, fill one out and get it in for us. Thank you. 
All right, thank you, Helen. Yes, you don't want to miss out on giving for Faith Promise. It does a lot of things for a lot of people. Am I forgetting somebody? I feel like I'm forgetting a, an announcement. Did I get everybody? I think I did. Okay, if I didn't, you can smack me later, okay? <laughs> All right, let's stand and prepare our hearts for worship. Dear gracious and heavenly Father, we give you praise this morning, Lord. We recognize that you are our creator and that you are the one that gives us our very breath, Lord. And I just pray, Father, that this would be a good time of worship, that you would, you would send your Holy Spirit here with us today. Be with us as we um, uh, sing praises to you and also as we hear the words that you have given Pastor Flack this morning. We give you this in your most precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, listen, happy Father's Day to all our gentlemen here this day. We do appreciate you, and we're so glad that you're here with us today. Let's worship together.
This morning, yes. he is a good, good father, he and we is. should be a little bit more Praise excited about his that. Holy name. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I'm sorry. Um, for those of you who didn't grow up with good, good fathers, this song means a lot to me. I grew up. My father was okay, but he was could be extremely abusive. And I grew up with a father, with the notion of a father who is ready and willing and able to come down on my head and crush me when I did something wrong. And it took decades to get past that. But I know I have a father who loves me, loves me, loves me more than I than I deserve, than I can imagine, and who's not ready to crush me, but ready to lift me up and build me up and make me the man that he wants me to be. Thank you, Father. Amen and hallelujah to that. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you. 
Jesus, building our life upon him. I love this hymn. Love it, love it, love it. And I hope uh, for all of you fathers out there, you will too. I am thine, O Lord. people said amen amen thank you you may be seated <clears throat> we're going to go to prayer at this time and certainly I want to lift all of our gentlemen here today up in prayer and uh, I know that there have been um, some requests and some prayers answered praise the Lord for that I do want to give you a little update last Sunday I had mentioned that um, I needed your prayers because I was having an MRI done on my neck um, on Friday and the reason for it was because <laughs> I tried to do it in December and could not uh, so uh, this time I had medication and I'll tell you the Lord was with me he was just with me in there and it all went uh, very well and so I will see him on uh, Tuesday and we'll find out what what they want to do with me so thank you very much for praying for that because I was really kind of worried about it that I could get it done, so we were glad when I was able to get it done. Uh, any other prayer requests that you'd like uh, to mention today? All right, all right.
right, well, let's just go to prayer where you're at. And I feel the Holy Spirit here this morning, don't you? Amen. I, he is just so present. Father, you are the good, good Father. And uh, I don't know, Lord, I, I every week I always pray, Lord, may these worship songs, may every word that is sung, every note that is played, Lord, that it would be pleasing to you. And I always feel like it's not enough, but I know that you are breathing it all in and that the Holy Spirit, Lord, is here. I feel his presence this morning. And we thank you for that, Lord. You are so faithful to us and so good to us. And, Lord, we just are glad that we can be here uh, corporately, Lord, to worship you and to praise your holy name in song and and in every other way today, Lord, as we hear from you and your word this morning. And Lord, I just want to uh, lift um, today to you our gentlemen here this day. We celebrate uh, Father's Day. And Lord, thank you for Greg's testimony because sometimes on these days, Mother's Day, Father's Day, it's not so happy for some people. Or perhaps uh, we've lost our fathers and we miss them. It's really hard sometimes. But I think the overall purpose is just that we celebrate, Lord, what you've given us. And for however much time, Lord, that you gave, gave them to us. And I, and I pray, God, that, and, and first of all, so grateful for Greg's testimony. Because I know there are many, Lord, uh, like him. And, Lord, we pray, Lord, for dads out there to understand the difference that they make in their child's life. Lord, that's the way you built man. And uh, to be the protector, Lord. And so it's hard when it's not like that. So, Lord, I just pray for those, Lord, who might be hurting today, uh, that, God, you would lift them because you are their father. And uh, when we can't think of an earthly father, Lord, perhaps we know in a good way, we know that you are there. You are our good, good father. And we just praise you. So we lift our gentlemen up to you this day. I pray, Lord, blessings uh, for them this day. And uh, uh, whatever's to be done on this day, Lord, may they glorify you and magnify your holy name, Lord, as their father. And uh, we just give that uh, all to you, Lord. I pray, Lord, for those um, who, are, uh, who are ill today. Lord, I think of Sue, who hasn't been able to be here. And, Lord, we miss her so much. I just pray, God, right now you would touch her body and that she would get well, Father. And we're going to thank you for how you uh, heal her and help her, Lord, get through that. And, Lord, I, I've known of a few people who've had this little bug going around, and so um, it's not connected to COVID. I've had a couple grandchildren, uh, Lord, that, uh, that have it. And so, Father, will you just um, ease their pain and just help them, Lord, <clears throat> to, get, to get better. And, uh, Lord, for those who... Uh, could not be here today, those who are listening through our stream. Lord, I pray for you. I pray, Lord, that God would just touch you right where you're at. And uh, that, Lord, uh, for those who, um, who uh, are ailing as well, 
and that is the reason they cannot be here. Father, I lift them to you. We love them. We miss them. But we know, Lord, that your Holy Spirit is present right where they're at. And so we thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for that. And, uh, Father, I just ask now that, Lord, you would be in the rest of this service, be with the Pastor David, Lord, that, you, that as he brings your word to us this day, our hearts and our minds would be open to your will and to your way. And, Father, we will be sure to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. And we're going to watch a, a little uh, clip here in just a moment. Lord, we just give you the, the, the praise, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All of our dads out there, uh, we do have a gift for you. So when you leave here this morning, see Joanna. She'll be in the back passing those out. Happy Father's Day. I need I have two stands doesn't mean the sermon's that long there's so many powerful clips out there on Father's Day uh, this one stood out to me in that you see a child and a parent various ages and backgrounds just being real and transparent and honest um, I felt for myself as uh, blessed to be a dad of five children that God has blessed Barbara and I with, thinking, you know, why am I, what about them makes me proud, and that would take me a while. Um, but all their ups and downs, there's so much about them that blesses my life. I'm so proud of them and thankful for them. But in preparation for today, and Shauna hit on it beautifully in her prayer, Greg represented that so well that there are those who uh, may love their dads, but maybe dad wasn't around, or maybe dad was not the best dad. In some cases, maybe dad had been so impacted by the enemy through the influences of culture in this world that it was not really the dad he wanted to be and mistreated and said things and did things. Um, in some circles that we all have been exposed to at one time or the other, there are those who never knew their dad. Maybe there's somebody listening or all, uh, here today that know about that. They never knew their earthly father. A um, dear friend of mine, about uh, 25 years ago, lost his dad on Father's Day. It would be a tough one, wouldn't it? Um, and then there are those whose uh, dads are incarcerated, and the list can go on and on. So we know in many of these situations, Father's Day can be a tough day. As much as we celebrate our dads and so we should um, it, it also can be a day that uh, there's grieving or there's hurt whatever the case may be but as I listen to the music this morning and watch the lyrics and I hope that you do that 
I'm sure you do, of the, the theme of praise that was flowing through, but then the various attributes about fatherhood that were coming through. That no matter what your relationship was with your father, we are all blessed with, this is an understatement, a good, good father. In fact, he's here today. Come on. <laughs> Amen. Let's talk to him for just a moment. Thank you, Jesus, for the awesome, incredible privilege to be in your house that we get to call you Father. For those that this is a difficult day, I pray be their Father in a way that no other can be. Manifest uh, your Spirit upon those who may just need an encouraging touch. There could be dads here today or granddads, whatever the case might be, who just need your hand upon them, that they feel like they dropped the ball along the way or there would have been a different outcomes. And Lord, we just have to surrender those things with uh, regard to the past to you. And we do. But we are thankful for this day that's designated as Father's Day because ultimately, in my heart and mine, it points to you. You are the father of the human race. You are our good, good father. You are our heavenly father. Nowhere can we go that you are not. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending your advocate, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the fact that today you are absolutely here, heaven to earth, in this room, in our hearts, moving and orchestrating. So thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the clip that shows uh, emotion and relationships and attributes that so many here today were identifying with. But in all of these things, our desire is that you be glorified. Thank you for being our good, good father. Guide the words of this pastor to do my best to articulate that which I believe you've given me for today. And I also pray, Lord Jesus, your anointing, your blessing on Pastor Scott and his family as this church family anticipates the coming of their new senior pastoring family. God bless them good today. <laughs> And it's in the great and holy name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. His name was Larry. His senior year in high school, he was the Kentucky State Champion mile run winner of anybody in the whole state. It happened that he had a Christian background. And in the early days of what is now Mount Vernon Nazarene University, in about their third year of uh, existence, Larry chose to come to that little school 
that was just starting a cross-country program. Larry knew one way to run. I was blessed to be on that same team. I was a sophomore, he was a freshman. And the youth shall lead them, and he led the whole team. Anytime we practiced or in a race, he just knew one way to run, and that was hard. He just ran hard. And he breathed deeply, and sometimes, I, to me, comparable to like a horse running. He just... And in the course of our season, we were actually doing very well for such a fledgling young college. All 330 students of us. And we were actually starting to get a winning record with the different meets and, uh, that we were going to away and home. And, uh, in the midst of that fall, Larry, our star, got pleurisy, which if you've ever run track or cross country or know anything about it, it messes with your lungs and your breathing big time. And we had a very important meet coming up. And it was questionable whether he would even run, and the closer we got to it, as I recall, it was just doubtful that we're going to see Larry there. No practice. He was trying to recover. On the day of the meet, guess who showed up? <laughs> Larry shows up. And I can't remember now if it was a dual meet or a tri, but we were out there and the weather wasn't great. You know, typical cloudy as I recall and maybe misty or whatever. And uh, I always enjoyed watching Larry run because he was always in front of me. <laughs> but he actually competed in that race, recovering from pleurisy. And I don't remember now if it was a three-mile or a four-mile or five-mile run, whatever it was, but I just know it was a long run. And of all things, where Larry would normally be up at the front and, or leading, toward the end of the race, he begins to move up. <laughs> it was a big deal for us. And he crossed the finish line first. And the words out of his mouth was this. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. You see, Larry served a good, good father. A heavenly father that in that time saw fit to allow him even to compete and gave him the giftedness to do so that Larry had to overcome the pain and the difficulty of breathing but he brought glory to God. I tell you that story to say, I believe Larry was a seeker of God. 
Now, I saw him about a year and a half ago uh, at a homecoming event, and he's still running. <laughs> he's a dad and so forth. And I'm not elevating Larry, but I'm elevating the father he serves. And that verse to me is the epitome that I must live by as a dad, not just as a pastor, not just as a spouse. Have I always been successful? No. I get my eyes on the mountain sometimes and not the mountain mover, right? And sometimes dark can really be dark. When my, our, my dad passed 18 years ago and was supposed to come home from Cleveland Clinic in three to five days and two weeks later, he was in heaven. I just remember saying to the people when I was pastoring, this valley is darker and harsher than I ever imagined. But I look back and see how our good, good father had his hand in all that took place then and now. And that we can go through whatever life brings our way if we seek God first. This is really a second part of a message that I preached a couple of weeks ago. But if we dads, and it's not just dads, it's moms, it's all of us, are willing to say, as my number one priority, I will seek the Lord. And I don't want this to be just one more message that we're encouraged to put Jesus first, but it's so easy, even in a, a week's time, to be so overwhelmed by everything going on in our world around us that our focus and our lens gets a little dirty and we need that reminder to stay sharp in the fact that no matter what I, I'm doing in life, I'm competing in a race that's called life. And when it's all said and done, I want, as Paul, to say, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And his name is Yeshua, or Jesus, the Christ, the Anointed One. Now, Father's Day does have a humorous side, right? Like the father who said, this is the one time of year when I, I can get complete obedience from every member of my family, every child, my wife, everybody. He said, and I quote, I tell them not to spend a lot of money on me, and they don't. <laughs> and then there was a school teacher who was correcting papers, and she looked at one little boy's work, and and she was appalled with the results, and she said, I fail to understand how one person could make this many mistakes. And the boy quickly replied, but it wasn't just one person, my dad helped me. And dads, don't you love it when you hear from the other room something like this, go ask your dad. Johnny, next time come to me first, and then I'll send you to your mom, okay? There's a story told, and I believe it's a true story, that 
and Airlines is flying and, and they get caught in a terrible storm. And if you've ever flown in a time where there's turbulence and the plane's doing this or it suddenly drops and all of the vibrations and you're hoping that whoever put this baby together, every, every bolt is tight and holding on. And we hear enough of stories over the years of this plane didn't make it or whatever and we don't want to be in that number. And that was the type of flight this was and it happened to be on this particular flight that the pilot's little girl was on board as a passenger and in the midst of that storm she calls the stewardess and she said, uh, is my daddy flying the plane? And the stewardess said, yes, he is. And with that, the little girl put her head back and went fast asleep. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There is a peace that passes all understanding, right? That Christ Jesus guards my heart and mind with. But this seeking God, putting him first, depending on Jesus Christ, his son, and allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest his purity and power within us, it comes from a lifestyle of inquiring of the Lord, of putting, not just putting him first, but practicing that. And for a few minutes this morning, I draw our attention to verses 1 through 8 of John 15. And I'm going to read through it and come back and make a few comments. Um, all right, maybe more than a few, but some comments, okay? John 15, verses 1 through 8. And I believe I'm reading from the New International Version. The words of Jesus. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of, of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me or abide as I also remain, abide in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Jesus continues, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you, notice that, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. No question, it's a declaration, right? Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now that's really close connection, intimacy, and living in his will. That's not just seeking him first 
It's absolute dependency and bonding and knowing his word so that our hearts are drawn to ask for certain things and he brings it to pass. Verse 8, this is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Three thoughts, the Lord willing, I share with you. And the first is from verses 1 and verse 2 and the first part of verse 5. And that is simply our recognition that Jesus is the true vine. He is our true source of life. Now, if I'm really convinced of that, that will, that will alter how I think about myself, about others. It'll alter, alter my decisions, whether I'm feeling good or not, whether it's a really challenging day or an easy day, if there is such a thing. <laughs> that I recognize Jesus Christ as my life source. So... The newborn babe that I saw after church up here uh, last Sunday, life source. Now, mom and dad, and this is not a session about how all that happens, okay? But God put that into motion. He is the source of life. Yes. And if I remain in him and abide in him and he in me, I am going to draw from that life source. That verse 2, though, it just kind of gets to me a little bit. It says, you know, he's going to cut away branches even while I'm bearing fruit, he says. He's going to cut off branches and and, and those branches that are bearing fruit, he, he's going to prune. I'm thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> if the church is being fruitful, or if an individual person in their walk and journey with the Lord is being fruitful, however we want to define that, why is it then the Lord says, okay, you need to shift some things here. I, I'm not always crazy about shifting. Oh, you know, I, my dear wife, we've got these bushes on the north side of our house that helps protect us from Route 4 and some of the winds that come and lilac trees and I forget what else. She can go to and name them and I can get a couple of them. David, could, could we go out and cut back some of these but it's a shield oh it'll grow back and it'll grow back fuller I get the chainsaw you know the whole thing the sound effects are free by the way uh, I can do a chicken and a tractor but that's for another illustration another Sunday don't miss a Sunday okay people are home listening what is he cut them down there's these openings that wasn't there before yeah there's some dead stuff in there I agree with her 
She says, I'll even haul them back to the burn pile if you do that. Like I feel good about that as she's, you know. But I have to tell you, if you look out that window of the room that faces to the north in our house, where the lilac trees are, you should see how full they are now. Listen to me, friends. We're in this journey together. And there are going to be times when the Holy Spirit comes along and begins to speak to us about something maybe we need to let go of. Is it an attitude? Is it an action? Or maybe it's something that we need to be doing we haven't been. Like, I just, I, I, I want to be with you a little more. In other words, he wants us in that chamber where he can speak to us through his word. Whatever the case might be. And there's so many different things. When, when, as a pastor, I was very, very, very blessed to have some incredible, godly, gifted laity around me. And when we went through a transition from one property to the other and bought a, a, a building that had been existing for about 20 years or more and went in to refurbish it and, and almost a year later we were able to move in and, and we, in the midst of that moving in, the, our old church had, had been purchased by another church and we went through about a month or two where we didn't have, we were the nomad Nazarene church of Sandusky, Ohio. We had no place to worship because the building wasn't ready yet. And, and so we were renting facilities. And You talk about shifting and change. We went from two Sunday morning services, Sunday night service, Wednesday night service, caravan, and all the in-betweens to one service a week at Caesar's Palace. Some, in the back, they had a bar there, and that's where we had our prayer meeting. Not because we were sipping, okay? Children's church tucked in the back someplace. We look back now, at least I do, and realize those were some of the greatest days that we had because God was pruning and we didn't even realize it. Yes. And we're putting out chairs and we're all kind of crowded together and God begins to move and stir in Caesar's palace of all places. And then we moved in and I had a pastor friend of mine who actually came and ministered to our people and he said, when you come into the new building, in so many words, he said, be careful because you can get comfortable and slip back into old ways. And that will displease the Lord and it will hurt the body of Christ. Sometimes the change and the shifting is very difficult. But if we can see it as, okay, I don't understand why this staff person does or I don't understand why the new people does, or I don't understand why the service has changed around it. We used to have communion up front. Now we got these old things we peel back. I don't, I don't like them either, by the way. <laughs> and, but it's all part of the shifting and the changing. And, the, and all the midst of that, if we're willing to step back and say, 
we can do all things through Jesus Christ. And part of that is choosing the right heart and the right attitude. And there might be some times that I agree to disagree agreeably in the spirit of Jesus Christ, and he is glorified because fruit comes from that, and that fruit glorifies God according to Jesus' words. Amen. Now, I don't know if any of that applies to any of you, but all I can say is down over the years, Jesus has been so faithful to teach me. I mean, in my personal walk with him, it just seems like at this season of my life, I'm hearing more, most of the time I'm hearing more clearly, and I see things from a different perspective, and things that used to kind of get me stirred up, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Because the theme in my heart is, Jesus, I want you first. I want to seek you first. And when the pruning and when the cutting off gets painful, I need you. Because I want to be fruitful, not for my image or my reputation, but for the glory of God and yours alone. And I bow before you and tell you, Jesus, I want more of you. Jesus, help me to live what I just spoke. The second thing I want to speak to uh, very quickly. I've learned something in the few Sundays I've been here in Elyria. Apparently Verizon doesn't work right here because this watch of mine is always faster than it should be when, it, when I'm preaching. I don't see a clock up there, so they took that away from me. She wants me to drink water, so I shorten this thing up and land the plane. <laughs> I'll give you a couple of more thoughts, and we will. So we recognize Jesus as our life source and teacher, and, and that you know, verses 4 and 5, he's talking about remaining in him, and he remains in us. And there is a little bit of a lone ranger proclivity that a lot of us dads have, men, but all of us have it, where we just kind of want to go out on our own, but we really do need Jesus Christ as never before. We need the body of Christ. We need one another. And as Helen Keller once said, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. When I remain and I am by, abide and tabernacle and dwell with intimacy and closeness, and I'm seeking him, there will be fruitfulness come in my life and those around me that otherwise simply will not happen. Zechariah 4, 6 is so true, isn't it? And you know it well. We're the Lord of the word to Zerubbabel, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord God Almighty. Amen. His spirit indwells us. We abide in his presence. And third, and lastly, results. We recognize he's our life source and we remain in him. We're going to see results. In verse 7, if you remain or abide in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done. And there's a whole 
pathway of discussion and, and understanding that clearly in its context. But friends, I want you to know that when we continue to pursue Jesus Christ with all of our hearts, he is our first and foremost. We're seeking him, we're asking him first, we're inquiring of the Lord, then ultimately there will be results that we see in verse eight, that our fruit that he allows and empowers and gives us the ability to produce as the body of Christ or as individuals, it glorifies God. And verse five bears it out. And also after verse five, that we are fruitful, thanks be to God. And then finally, we are bona fide, authentic followers of Jesus Christ. We are pursuer of Jesus Christ. So, Albert Pujols is not a name that some of you be familiar with. Other of you know he's one of the great, baseball's greatest major league. Still playing after 20, 21 years. And this quote was out there this week for dads. It said, this is a quote from Albert. I try to spend as much time as possible with God and my family. That's more important than anything I'm doing in baseball. <laughs> so here he is, this big baseball star saying, by the way, I seek God. I press into his presence. Time with him is more important than anything I do in baseball, knocking the ball out for a home run or some great defensive player or whatever it might be. Anything, and to me, that's perspective. That's getting the fact that I can do all things through the author of life, Jesus Christ. No matter what life holds ahead or things that are impacting me now from the past or today, it's good. He's my dad. He's my heavenly father. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. So the story is told of a king who had called his council together. And uh, he had all the top brass, as we call it, in this council meeting, the advisors and noblemen and high ministers of the state and in this great room that they were in and the table and everything, there's this sudden bang on the door. And all eyes turned toward the door and the door burst open and a, a little boy ran into the room amidst their meeting. And one of the royal guards right there was right after the boy, trying to get him, and he said, Hold on there, lad. Don't you know the king is having an important council meeting and you're disturbing it? And the little boy paused and looked back at him. And he said, He might be your king, but he's my daddy. And with that, he bounded up into his daddy's arms, got a big hug, and... You need to know, perhaps somebody here today listening online or right here now needs to be reminded. You're so important to King Jesus. You are not interrupting him. 
You're more important than all these other things going on. We get to enter his chamber and have access to our good, good heavenly father, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, because we are a child, a daughter, a son of God most high, the father of fathers. That's not just a story to make you feel good. It's a story as a reminder of a principle that is true today. That Jesus is here. And for all who know him, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you embrace him all the more. <laughs> if you don't know him today, you're listening online or you listen later down sometime in the future. If you're here today you might know these things up here in the head but to say you really know them in your heart or practicing may not be there right now so let's give this to the Lord in prayer will you join me in a closing prayer please humbly we bow before you Lord Jesus on this Sabbath morning Thank you for your presence here today. Thank you for these different songs and the prayer prayed earlier by Shauna and others, Lord Jesus, who participated in Sunday school class and all that you've been doing today. And I just believe in the midst of that, you're stirring, you're working, be it in children's church or the nursery or in here. Things are to unfold this day. We want it to bring glory to your name. But Jesus, we want to be a fruitful people. We want to be a fruitful church. We want God to be glorified. We want Jesus to be exalted. We want to seek you first. We want intimacy with our Heavenly Father. We are grateful today that we have your permission to break into whatever's going on in the universe. And you in that moment will give us your attention. And hear our praise or hear our petition. May that reminder right now truly gel in our hearts and our spirits. That it impacts then how we live. And then I pray a special prayer, Lord Jesus, for those right now who say, yeah, I've heard these things or I know them. But in their heart right now, they need it transferred from just something from their head to their heart, spiritually, renewed, maybe reborn in a new way. So Lord, if there's one person, just one person listening or here today, who needs to hear this prayer of repentance that says, Lord, even though I've heard these things and I know them well and maybe espoused them myself, in my heart I know I'm not really there. It's not connecting for me. And I just give you my life refresh today, right now. I want you in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit, fully and completely, that you are genuinely, authentically first in my life and I ask you first, and I seek you first. God, bring it to fruition right now for somebody who just needs to, by faith, through your grace, embrace you afresh and anew, and maybe even fully rededicate their lives to you. And then if there's anybody today that's not really, yeah, they know there's sin in their life. Maybe there's somebody listening that has never committed their life to Jesus Christ. And they would pray that prayer today as they sensed a drawing, compelling pull of the Lord to 
that says, Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life today on this Father's Day. Come into my life and forgive me of any and all sin and wrongdoing. And I trust you now as my personal Savior and Lord to come into my life and to forgive me. And I commit my life to you. And I will seek you first by your grace, dear Lord, and live my life for you all the days of my life. So I commit myself to you. So Lord, anybody who's prayed that prayer, may they sense the Spirit's sealing and confirmation of that right now. And may God, you be glorified in that. May your name be exalted. As we go from this place of prayer and of teaching and of worship, may your life be blessed. May your power bless our lives as we continue to ask you first and seek you first. For we can do all things through him who strengthens us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray for your glory. Amen. Amen. God bless you, friends. It's a good day in the Lord. Amen. Have a wonderful, blessed Father's Day, whatever you're doing, and a wonderful week in our Lord Jesus Christ. You are dismissed.